This is Everyday Driver, where we know cars are expensive and necessary and have to do a world of things. But we also believe they should be fun. Whatever you need and can't afford, we're here to help you find the right car. We're your car friends, your car therapists, and sometimes the bad influence you need. I'm Paul. I'm Todd. And this is The Car Debate. Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday. We have a, a very special podcast. I love saying that because we joke about <laughs> that all the time. Do. We're here with a guest in studio, so I can't wait to get around to him in a minute. But before we get there, I want to mention again a thank you to all of you guys for watching the Hot Hatch piece. Yeah, we're thrilled to bring that to you. That was quite a lot of filming and great editing from Chance, great editing from you, Todd. Lots really of appreciate work on it. That piece. Also, on our Test Drive channel, you've probably seen by now the Prius Prime, but the same event in San Diego, we drove the Corolla Cross Hybrid, mm-hmm. which is not notable, but this is a five-seat SUV that people are looking for. So if you're shopping, this is probably why you'll run into our video. It's notable also because I have to call you out. You hated... The non yeah, version. I really didn't like it. So too we much. we went we went to this press launch because it was on the back end of a shoot in L.A. We went because we got really good shooting done prior, and Toyota gave us the standard Prius, which that video is still coming. That we actually drove down to San Diego for the launch, and we thought, all right, while we're there, we'll do the Prius Prime, and then we both were kind of like, and the Corolla Cross is going to be and there the too. Corolla Cross, and you were like the hybrid, and you were like, do we have to? So we ended up doing the Corolla Cross hybrid, and it was definitely an improvement. So that's good. Also, I have to say that we had those three hot hatchbacks together: the Corolla, the Type R, and the Golf R, red, white, and blue. <laughs> I think it is the same three that was on the car and driver cover. Yeah, prob- and I, probably. And I, I mean, and all I the press have... cars are in L.A. Everybody totally. drives. And they're Absolutely. the village bicycles. Absolutely. So. And the other thing is L.A. is so drowned in water and snow right now that there are very few roads to shoot on. I'm glad we could shoot on that one. <laughs> exactly. But, but it made me wonder, how long is it going to be until you can go to your local cars and coffee and see all three of those together? That might be years. That's true. So I'm amazed yeah, that we had point. all three of them together, which we're glad about that. But we have to turn around to the guest because here's what's going on behind the scenes, guys. You guys have been watching our road trips, and we love them. We're having a great time with them. We love our crazy road trips we're going to do more but the road trips are quite involved they are involved. okay yes and so we've had our old cars and now we've kind of said you know maybe enough with the old cars and then we've all been schooled because if you're going to road trip <laughs> we have to talk to our guest his name is brian whalen and he's here you're going to find out with us so much about him because we don't even know where he's from all we know is once a year he rolls through park city in his dirt covered i can't overstress this you've seen the photos ferrari 1982 308 gts so it's the magnum ferrari it Not is. looking at all like Hawaii, but Brian, <laughs> welcome, man. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me, guys. It's really exciting. Yeah. I'm going to start at the most base level because if you haven't heard of Brian before, this is where you find him. Instagram, it's Brian's Questionable Decisions. Look for the dirty Ferrari, okay? He drives all <laughs> exactly over the place. Right. And you were, just in, you were just in Canada, right? We were just in Canada. I was in uh, British Columbia. What on earth are you doing driving a 1982 <laughs> 308 GTS all over the place? How's this even start? Well... It all started um, pandemic time, okay. So, and I've been through this story a number of times, so we can kind of get through the. That's the fine. Basic. I, we don't know. We haven't heard it. Work went totally remote. I was living in Philadelphia at the time. I was okay. renting a house from a former coworker who was stuck in her house in the UK. She wanted okay. to come back to her home. I said, "Okay, let me pack up my car." Go on a little road trip. It was only going to be four or five months, and then it just kept on going and going. So, was, so hang on. Was this your only car? It is not my only car. At the time, it was the one that was running the best. So <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Good. But yeah, no, I have a number of other cars tucked here and there around the country, Okay, which I uh, pick up every once in a while. So you'll, they'll, they'll show up on my uh, 
on my Instagram. Or but about. this became just the road trip that won't end. I mean, what what perpetuated it? Well, it did because my office, you know, my work. We thought we'd come back to the office, you know, after four months, and then after another six months, and then after another year, and now it's just been endless. So now we are all virtual. <laughs> so you're all the time. you're working. So you're currently at work right now. This is well, this is work. I've taken the day off today. Oh, today okay. is the day. Today okay, is the day gotcha. off. But I was working yesterday. I was actually in New York City yesterday. Had okay. some business meetings to attend. Unbelievable. Okay. And then flew back out here to pick up the car and continue driving around a little bit. I love so, it. So, so, what is it you do? I work for a pharmaceutical marketing agency. I'm actually a scientist by training, so I am responsible for medical and scientific content in pharmaceutical promotions. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Is everything you have old? You had like old cars only or is it? The newest car I have is a 2002 Carrera. All right. So, that's, All right. Uh, two. That's, so at least 22 years old. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what's We're old now? There. It has air conditioning that works. That's how I consider it. Okay. Hey, jumping off of that, why keep driving the Ferrari? I'm just trying to understand. You start off on a little like pandemic road trip and then it just keeps going. What makes it keep going? I don't know where to finish it. Not that Alaska would finish it, but then okay. it just got even bigger after that. So You start from Philly and your, and your initial destination is where? My initial destination was, I guess, LA-ish, okay, so like sure. Southern California. My brother is living down there. The other coast. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, Wait, let's go the exactly. other direction. You can't what, drive east. You, you and I went are on our east trip. We went to Philly. We were like, exactly. when, when is the country going to end? So I started Philly, went and drove around in like Colorado, mountains, New Mexico, made it to Southern California, then came back into the mountains to ski that. I guess I made it all the way down into Austin to Texas that oh, first wow. year. And then went back up to the to the mountains for that ski season. And then that was when I decided, oh, well, let me just finish this up in Alaska. And so I drove from basically Colorado up to straight up to Alaska. I guess I went up the West Coast. Wow. That's little, like 3,500 miles or more. Yeah, more, actually, more. Far. yeah, yeah. So I think she's done about 30, 35,000 miles on this road trip. Unbelievable. Or basically since I left Philadelphia. It hasn't been which, back in. Which was 2020. That was 2020, yeah. So last two years, you've done 35,000 miles in a Ferrari, a 1982 Ferrari 308. 308 GTS. Yeah. <laughs> and it's spent a bunch of time, you know, in garages yeah, just sure. sitting. So you're just kind of like you did here. You'll drive to a place and then you'll fly out and do business and come back to that place and pick it up and keep rocking. Is that kind of the, the way it keeps going? That is. This is the first time actually that my work has gotten a little bit busy and I haven't been able to actually drive. So the car was shipped from Seattle to here. Mm -hmm. So after we were in Canada this past, whenever that was in February and March, I had to leave it in, in Seattle and then fly East Coast to do some work stuff and then had the car shipped to Salt Lake here. Everywhere it's been in that huge, crazy, I'm thinking about the, the map of this. So Philly to LA, LA to Austin, Austin to Alaska, and then back down through Canada and then to Seattle. So in that time, up into Seattle, it's pretty much, now it may have, as you said, you parked it and it stopped and you yeah. went and came back, but the car's done all of that. Does it still have some of the original dirt? <laughs> Does it have Alaska dirt on it? So I was, I guess I was actually in Texas in the fall with the car and I had it up on a lift and was poking around and there was definitely some Alaska dirt. That Alaska, it's really fine <laughs> what they use on the roads up there. I mean, like this calcium, I don't know what they, what yeah, they, they spray stuff on the roads. Yeah. The reason I ask, and, and here's how I came across you, my brother-in-law and my sister used to live in Alaska. They were on the peninsula down in Soldotna. They raised their kids there. And my dad had lived up there. And so 
They know Alaska. I kind of considered it our family home, even though I didn't grow up there. And so Daniel still likes all these things, Alaska. He's my brother-in-law. He, he looks at all this stuff and he came across your Instagram and there was a Ferrari 308. Uh, were you going to the slope? Did you go all the way to Barrow? No, I went to Dead Horse. That's There's, far. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Find Dead Horse on the map, everybody listening. And keep zooming out and out and out and out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, whenever there's the, you know, bigger than Texas kind of contest, Alaska enters the chat. Yeah, exactly. For sure <laughs> so they do. He was fascinated that he found you. And I went, what? Who is Brian? How do we meet him? I mean, we do road trips. And you went all the way to Alaska just kind of on this whim? Yeah, it was kind of a whim. It was, as I was saying, I was trying to figure out how do I stop driving, you know? And, like, and so I wanted to just go out to of the continent. When the you know, continent ends? Yeah. Right. I mean, and driving to the West Coast is a fairly basic, easy one. Yeah, that's obvious. Does, yeah, you know? I, I see I'm that. Not one for obvious things. So uh, let's see where the road goes this direction. I mean, that's as the, far as you could drive. That was that's literally as far as you could drive. I, I, I love I mean, it. Where the yeah. truckers like shock because it's just trucks up there at that that's point. Right. It is you fly trucks. in. If you work on the slope, you work two weeks on, two weeks off. You fly in. You're in this lovely environment and you're just hanging out, doing your job. And then you go live in Costa Rica or someplace like that. But then the truckers, a Ferrari, a red Ferrari driving around. I mean, were people like. Freaked out of their tree. Well, that's why I have that CB radio. So mm. there's zero cell service. Up sure, there. yeah. And sure. the truckers do talk by CB up there. So it's were they it's calling like you? Were they talking there to were, you? There were a few. Yeah, there were a few calls. I mean, it wasn't a lot of a lot of activity, a lot of traffic. But um, yeah, there were a few calls. Did I just see that? Was that what was that? What was that? You know, you up here elk hunting. What are you doing? Over That's there, so. funny. In a Ferrari. Yeah. Well, yeah. and as you've probably sure. seen in the photos, I mean, there's skis lashed to the roof. There's lights on the front. I mean, you've prepared yourself as Got best you can. Lights. That rack was mostly because the entire trunk was full of of parts and tools when I was going up there. You know, and I didn't want to be stranded without. You know, some ridiculous little tool. Not a lot of Ferrari and dealerships. Yeah, exactly. It's moose and Sorry. truckers and Ferrari dealers. It's all that's up there. It's Italian all that's up car there. service. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> there's there's too many of them. I think I did get the oil changed at Jiffy Lube up there in Fairbanks. So. What did they You think? were just excited to have somebody help you. Were, were yeah, parts exactly. in stock? <laughs> Believe it or no. Did they bring you a really dirty air filter and be like, have you seen this? So how's the car done? I mean, are you constantly working on it? Well... Just now, in the Canada trip, the uh, passenger window fell off its connection, so it's not going up and down anymore. Lost a speedometer. You I know, know what that's nothing like. Very, there's nothing serious about it. I mean, it, okay. it eats oil like maybe a quarter every couple of tanks, but that's what I hear is normal for these cars. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, everybody out well, but, there. But, but here's the thing. You're driving it more and harder than pretty much anybody else that has one. <laughs> Yeah, so I do have a mechanic in Denver. These guys at Blue Chip Denver. They and so there was there's a Ferrari mechanic there, and he's looked at the car at ten thousand mile intervals. We got the timing belts changed. I think he did them twice. The second time he did them, which was after ten thousand miles, he said they're totally fine. Like everything's mm, running fine. Really? So. so is the car pretty much stock? It's totally stock. Yeah, totally stock, yep. running fine. What mileage are you at? total on the car right now it's like 82 or so 80 okay how so, long did I mean, you had it prior i mean did you buy it what would you buy it with i mean now it's at 35 bring a trailer and okay. it was one of those whoops didn't think it was in that one and um <laughs> hey everybody i yeah. won <laughs> and then it was in bend and i happened to be in okay. seattle at the time and then i was like okay i guess i'll yeah. drive it east coast and just went down to bend and picked it up and drove it back to 
Philly area. That's how it. I started started with it. Then at that point, it needed some like basic maintenance, mm-hmm. catch up. After all that maintenance was done is when I started driving it. Did, when did you buy it? Was it like 2019 or? 29, or? 2018, okay. I think, all maybe. Right. So what did it have? So did it have 50,000 50, when you bought miles it? 50,000 miles on it, yeah. yeah so that yeah. was one, one point with it that, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a show car. It had a couple of little blemishes here and there. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I wasn't you know, not too precious with it. It's ready to drive, yeah. I love it. That's yeah. amazing. Amazing. It's been good. Do you carry a spare tire? What, do you, what all do you carry? Yeah, so I started carrying a spare tire when I went up to Alaska because yeah. I wasn't going to – it didn't come with a spare tire. And the right. truckers don't carry that size. I don't know why. Yeah. Italian yeah, car service that. like every 50 miles, right? <laughs> so um, You can tell we're pretty excited by this. Sure. We're so the, the, fascinated. The first half of my road trip, I did not have a spare tire. That was good. It's a lot of luggage space. So I knew that I'd have to put a tire in there, which is why I ended up with the rack because I needed to carry stuff. Which yeah, is yeah. just cool looking. I mean, I know it's functional and all, but it just makes the fry like, oh, well, the Ferrari, thing, Ferrari. It's cool because it's being used for exactly that. Exactly right. That and the lights yes. on the front make it awesome. If you cleaned that up and you drove it around Philly, it'd be like, take the rack off. Oh, the coast to coast road trip with the car covered in dirt. It's like, have you seen the rack? The rack is cool. The rack is necessary. The gas cans on the back are necessary. Yes, they are. Yes. It is far between stuff up there. far. Oh my yeah. gosh. So the gas cans do come in, in handy, or at least they did. And now it's like, well, I bought them. What am I going to do? Toss them, maybe. And does it run 87? Does it run premium? What do you, what do you put in it? I put premium in it. I yeah. feel like I read recently that it's low compression enough that it doesn't require the, mm-hmm. the high octane, but... Yeah. So, I so I mean, are you carrying? You said you're carrying spares and stuff. What are you I carrying carry stuff that belts, you, that can, you I consume? Carry filters. Okay. I carry oil all the time, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then tools. You know, I guess I have a lot of clamps. You know, like hoses, kind of like stuff to get you through. And you know, when you end up on the side of the road, which has happened. That was my next question: is how yeah. how much of the maintenance has been the trucks going by? You're on the side of the road. Have you done that very much? Here and there. So the alternator and water pump belt has gone away a few times well it just melts itself (laughs) at some point you know okay so that i had to do on the side of the road um my throttle cable went out on the side of the road and it was in yellowstone and the throttle cable just like snapped and the metal went dead so i was trying to get out of yellowstone with just a stick jammed into the throttle and just trying to like (laughs) feather it through the gears and then trying to fix it believe it or not in yellowstone they, they also have a lot of italian Carts, special specialists, yeah, almost tons. as many as Alaska. <laughs> just so with a, uh, I don't even think whatever the the hardware story. I just like kind of patched together a throttle cable. Had to fish it through everywhere. And, you know, there were some really nice guys that saw me try like trying to get underneath the car on the side of the road in mm. West Yellowstone. I forget what his name was, but um, loaned me his his like floor jack. He oh, drove awesome. his floor jack over and brought me some awesome. axle stands and stuff. So I wasn't unbelievable. because you know, I still had the like ridiculous little scissor sure. jack, of course, which know? is it works. stupid, but you, it but works, it works yeah. if I have to. <laughs> so um, so I had to do that on the side of the road. A couple of other things that that have left me stranded like that on the side of the road. I mean, from our perspective, from our four road trips in our old cars, these were cars of the past, as you've seen, the 928 and the 300ZX. Todd and I were actually kind of expecting to break down at some point. And we had our troubles, but nothing that required shop service or Mm -hmm. a full delay in our trip. But I want to ask you about people's perception about you driving an old car, even though it is a Ferrari, and that particular one stands out in people's minds because it's the 308, it's the... Tom Selleck Magnum PI car. But when I was driving slowly, I was having some transmission shifting issues, especially when it's cold in the morning. 
people would back up behind me and just kind of get angry, you know, not having any sympathy for the fact that, look, I'm driving a 40 year old car here. And <laughs> yeah, give me a she's break. She's not you know, yeah. feeling too hot right now. I'm not in a Corolla and it just turns on and works. And you know, the way people drive, they just in the morning, they're just trying to get to work. They're not thinking they're not right. sympathetic. You're driving a, a bit of a different category than we drove as far as old cars. Are people sympathetic when you roll to a stop? If you're holding up traffic, how do people treat you? Well, usually I'm not paying attention to anyone else because I'm too busy <laughs> trying to figure out what's going wrong. Sure. Um, oh there's a little fire. There's smoke. There's. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I do. I do feel bad because it 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 is pretty exhausting and like because you know you're, out, you're like, keeping up everywhere you're and keeping, keeping traffic, traffic up. Yeah. You're holding people up. You're, <laughs> You know, he, you're is, the guy. he is delaying the Starbucks run. Oh yeah, and printing the TPS reports. I we got to get that on guy. that. I delayed yeah. people from their coffee, and I know what that's like. But mm-hmm. still, there was zero sympathy. Well, Not even like, okay, you know, cool. I'll just be cool. People are like gunning me down. Yeah. So this car has never really had an overheating problem, but I have a number of cars that do have overheating problems. <laughs> okay. And so I'm very conscious to not drive in town in traffic when I know I might sure, end up sure, having sure. to stop. Yeah, so yeah. that's something okay. I do try to avoid. Okay. 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 You know, where you will be holding up the Starbucks runs or whatever, you know. <laughs> this is important, people, are, people. Yeah. You know, you go when you know the traffic is going to be moving. So they like, yeah. need to get the, the car moving to just in case, you know, don't okay. like boil overs because those have happened also. You have to plan different routes. That's what right. you do with old cars, old Ferraris and Porsches. The name of your Instagram account. Yeah. Brian's Questionable Decisions, which is brilliant, by the way. Did you coin that or did someone coin that for what you're doing? I think I coined it a while before even. So this is my first social media account. Sure. I've never like really done social media stuff, not even personally. But I have made some particularly questionable decisions with cars. <laughs> like I bought a – Like it? Good. <laughs> so I had an XJS, a V12 XJS was one of my Ooh. first kind of why did you buy this car. Okay. And then after that, okay. I, I – uh, I got a um, uh, an 850. Uh huh. Wonderful car. Really? Um, yeah, it was great for when I had it. Um, so I'd take pictures of these cars. I wouldn't Fantastic. tell like my brother, and I don't always. <laughs> I wouldn't tell him, and then I'd send him a picture, and I'd say, "In this week's episode of Brian makes questionable decisions." Love it. Okay, I get it. And how funny! That's how it forms. I love yeah. it. I love it. So I'm. I have two questions because they're they're the opposite sides of each other. I'd love to hear a story of a best day and a worst day on this monster Ferrari adventure. Because you've seen some amazing stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things we love so much about our road trips is sometimes we would come around a corner, and you say it on camera a lot, actually, in the pieces, and I always appreciate it. That's why I always put it in the edit, is you talk about the fact that not only are we seeing this, but we're seeing this in this car that brought me here. Well, that's yeah. because I you had know? so much time and money invested in the engine. Sure. And I'm sort of marveling at the fact that my work resulted in this car taking me to see that yeah it felt very satisfying it was sort of like vindication for all of the money because people have gooned me todd goons me a lot about how much money i've dumped into the 928 there i could have much. a r right now <laughs> yeah sure it'd be sweet on the other hand i really love the 928 and i don't regret any of the money even though yes i could have a gr corolla i could have a civic type r i could have something modern that runs that works that just yeah. works mm-hmm. i don't have to worry about it but yet all this connection, and I still love the connection that we have with our cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're creating this life, Brian. I mean, you're yeah. This it, car that you bought is taking you to see that, and it's part of you now. I absolutely agree. At one point, 
years ago, I was thinking, you know, I was trying to strategize how long I would keep the car and, you know, when I would sell it. And now it's like, I don't know if I can sell this, <laughs> yeah, thing, you know, yeah. it's like, it's just such a part of, you know, these last couple of years and what I've been doing. Yeah. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Sure. But, but I think back, back to the thing that, that you keep saying about it though, Paul, that I really like is that I think if you arrive somewhere beautiful in the family minivan with the screaming kids and the, and the, you know, fast food all over the place, you're just glad to be there. There's no conversation right. about, can you believe the van got us here? Or can you believe right. we're in the van? But when right. you're doing it in the Ferrari 308 or the 300ZX or the 928 or, or any, <laughs> anything that's not the RV or the minivan or the big suburban, then you have that moment where you're also just excited to be in that car in that place, yes. which is a fantastic extra layer that I love about all of this. Is one yeah. of the reasons I wanted yep. to have you on, Brian. No, that's absolutely true. And I can think about you know like taking a trip somewhere and then renting a car. You know, you sure. end up in some little rental car, and you're just like, this it's is something I conveyance. did not want to do. Exactly, it's just the conveyance. Yeah. It's and not part of the trip, right? For those of us that appreciate driving and appreciate cars for all that they are, you know, we do want that extra experience or yeah, that yeah. extra layer of, yeah. you know, what it is and, um, you know, bringing this car around. I absolutely want this car around wherever I'm going to experience that thing. You know, and I see these guys that drive by or families, I should say, or maybe they're not even families, um, in their, their sprinters or whatever, sure. their big overland. Rigs, yes. You know? yeah, yeah. Yes. And those, I guess could be fun, but they're, I can't imagine they're that fun to drive. It's different fun. I mean, I've got my to... mobile house and look at look at this thing that I that I only can do becomes with it. fun when you get to your destination. Yeah. It's like okay, now I've got my house with me. Yeah. Now I can go have the fun. Exactly well, right. As when, opposed to kind of having monkeying around on the the little roads and when you're getting there and just kind of seeing yeah. the, the 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 mountains go by or the whatever go by, that's a different experience. And if your car is running well and it's all yeah. tight <laughs> yeah, and yeah. good, then then you know. That's the experience. Amazing. It's part of the experience. For sure. It reminds right. me when we were at the top of Chief Joseph Highway just outside mm-hmm. Cody, mm-hmm. and it was us. Of course, we were the oddballs. And then a bunch of RVs struggling on either side and the minivans and that kind of stuff. And then we saw that one older couple pull in. Oh, yeah. In the BMW Z4. And, and right. we all cut And we had like – Two layers of discovery on this because it was a BMW Z4 with a motorcycle style trailer, like you'd normally pull behind like a Gullwing bike, attached to the Z4 as their trailer. And our first response is the same response you're giving me right now, Brian, which is kind of like we all kind of went, what? Yeah. And then, and then it like filtered down to the next layer and we're like, whoa, 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 hang on. They're doing it right because mm-hmm. then two other older couples pulled in in the big RV and they shuffled out along and stuff. And I was like, you two guys at least are in a car that's awesome and you're still essentially doing the RV trip, but better. Right. You know? So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm finally circling back. I would love to hear a best day, worst day story. And best day can be where you were, but it, but I, it can be car-related. I'm just curious. I don't know if I can say best day Hasn't does Doesn't yeah. have to be singular. And I will, I will say that if I am on a particularly long leg or trying to get from one place to another, there is a point when I realize, oh, I'm going to make it. Like, this is, uh-huh. this is good. And, then I, <laughs> and it's kind of... Yeah, you know, most people, I guess, don't have that. But sure. As soon as that does click, and I'm like, oh yeah, we'll make it. Like we'll make it on time. Don't need to like rush too much. That's Nothing's going to break. Yeah. And yeah. that is always a good feeling. <laughs> so. It's the home stretch of all of our road trips. Where we're like, yeah, oh, we've actually got a film in the can. We might actually get home yeah. today. That'd be novel, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Okay. And I don't know why we do this to ourselves. It's got to be. <laughs> 
It's yeah, you know, it's if we can unpack that on this podcast. <laughs> I would be impressed. I'm not sure Why we do have we the time. This but anyway, but, but we, we're glad to share it anyway. Onward. Well, but otherwise, I don't think it would be as enjoyable, right? If it wasn't some yeah. level of difficulty, if there wasn't some question, you know, and you get that mm. little burst of dopamine when you when you do <laughs> like achieve it, then it's like, yes. yeah, I accomplished something. It's that this sense was, of accomplishment, and yeah. it's also looking back as we're already talking. We're looking back on, and I did it in that car. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it in all of the other things that everybody. Well, we're going to take a road trip, and we should take. Everybody has an end of that sentence, but it's not what we brought. So I, I do love Still that about it. I, I think I'm curious what else is in your stable, but yeah. I'm also curious. Weren't you in England in a TVR? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so tell, tell um, me the list. So currently, I have there's the the 2002 Carrera, which okay. is actually my. So I grew up like in cities. I went to college in New York city and okay. I was in yeah, Boston. Yeah. So I never really needed or owned a car. Um, so I didn't buy my first car until I was in my thirties. And it was okay. that, that 2002 Carrera. I was like, I really? need a jack of all <laughs> trades. Like, I'm going to start here. Did you yeah, see like how we started with a nine 11? Uh-huh. He said, jack of all trades. Yeah, and the nine 11 was I, the solution. Did I you, know. I following the story. Okay. Yeah. Just we'll checking. Just, uh, at that checking. point, it was decision between <laughs> the nine, nine, six. And at the time, like the, the three point twos were kind of in that thirty thousand. Oh sure, range. yeah, yeah. Go back. And so yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. but I need something I can use all the time. So I had to get with sure. the nine nine six. Yep. That was the first car. Still have it. What else do I have? I have a nine twenty eight, a nineteen eighty nine. Oh, you do. S four. Yep. I didn't know that. Nine twenty eight. All right, I'll I leave. I didn't know this. I'll leave. I'll be back later. <laughs> Everyone, Brian has a nine twenty eight. This is it. Yeah. How much do you drive it? Not much anymore. So that was a like my primary car for a number of years, and then really? I just that was you know my boyhood dream car. I always wanted that car. Found yes, one, love it's it. Red, white interior, white leather. Oh five wow! Speed, no and it's got those, way. I mean, you know, it's got the super long gears. Yes, yeah, yeah. so nice. Um, so that one's in a garage in Pennsylvania. Um, Nineteen eighty eight M six. Okay. You Another. have the classic. You have the poster to justification for higher education. <laughs> He's working from on it. The 80s. Right you have that poster as your garage. Doesn't have the Countach yet, I don't think. Or do you? Okay. Do you have a Countach? <laughs> no, but I have a. Another questionable decision which came into the stable. Oh, geez, it's got to be a year now, but I've only finally started to get it like moving. Okay. A 1985 Lotus Turbo Esprit. Oh, man. See, now you're getting me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow, that's so, cool. All right. There's that one, and then the Ferrari. Okay, all right. But then how does England happen? So England happened because – so my girlfriend had a work trip over there. She was going to be there okay. for a week. Okay. We were going to spend an additional like three weeks driving up to – we wanted to take a road trip up into Scotland. Same same thing. It's like, well, do we just rent a car? What do uh-huh. we do? And so uh-huh. I was just, no, I'm going to see if I can just – Top Gear style, buy I a car. Love it. This I is love amazing. It. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted to get something that we don't have here. <laughs> sure. You know, something that's interesting. Yeah, yes, so yes. trying to like figure out what it was going to be and landed on that that uh, that TVR. So and which one is that it? For a little bit. Uh, it's a Chimera. Okay. It a Chimera. And it's it's the convertible, right? The, uh, they're, yes, it's a convertible. Yeah, yeah. Right. How yeah, is yeah. that to drive, actually? I'm curious. We've never driven a Terrifying. TVR. Terrifying. <laughs> really? Yeah. What, I mean, why? Why? Well, because that one has... I forget even what the motor was now. I think it's a four liter and it's this, that little Rover V8. You know, yeah. It was derived yeah, from yeah. the Buick, whatever it uh-huh. was. And it had a turbo on it. Oh, no. So, <laughs> okay. And it had some nice turbo lag. But then, you know, it's fiberglass on a two yeah, yeah. frame. And What's it weigh? 2,500 pounds? Maybe. And the roads where we were driving were awful. Sure. And it's just like kind of rattly. It's so 
interesting looking inside, but still yeah. like everything is just kind of like shaking around a little <laughs> oh bit. My gosh. So much fun to drive. You're wondering which garage it was built in by which actual guy. Yeah. I understand. No, did you do any of the, what is it, the Scotland 500, the coastal road? We actually didn't make it all the way up okay. to the north. We had to cut it short for yeah. know, reasons. So, yeah, life. I get um, it. So we only were in like Wales and kind of the oh, western yeah. part of England, which is yeah, also Which beautiful. is still amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. That's great. Okay. So what does your girlfriend think of you driving all over the country in a 308? I have to ask. So um, we actually met here in Park City. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Because, Very cool. And it was the first time that I had the, the 308 and I was parked up. I had just, I was coming in with my brother from uh, Jackson. We were skiing up okay. in Jackson. Okay. I was coming here, and I forget where I was going after Park City, but he was driving back to um, uh, back to L.A. Okay. And actually, one of the more amusing things, he had just gotten a little WRX wagon. Yeah. And his motor blew on the way down from Jackson. The and 1980s so, Ferrari got here just got here fine. Just Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so, I love it. Sorry, Albert. Right, right. Okay. So anyway. So he and I were driving. He had to end up, he ended up leaving it in Jackson at the dealer there, and then um, he rented a car. So we drove into Park City, parked on Main Street. It was like, I got is this a year ago? This was two Around years year ago. ago. Okay, because because yeah. I saw you on Park on Main Street a year ago. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, there goes Brian. Anyway, yeah. sorry, connecting dots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Moving yeah. on. Oh, funny. So um, so I parked on Main Street, and then this pretty lady walks up to me and says, "Did you drive this all the way from Pennsylvania?" And starts chatting me up. She's She's from Pennsylvania. She dropped a nine five one hint, you know, because who said who mentions a nine five one, right? No one, nobody no, except yeah. somebody who knows what they're talking exactly about. Exactly right. And then I was just like, huh? All right. And then I turned around, and then she was gone. Huh. And then I noticed somebody like liking up my Instagrams. Okay, so got I did it. A little bit of sleuthing, <laughs> and so. that's awesome. All right, no all right. Kidding. So, Fantastic. so she she kind of knew you're going to keep doing this. <laughs> This kind is happening. Of, I mean, it, <laughs> has she has she joined you free to the legs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So where have we? So I'm going to actually meet her in Colorado cool. tomorrow. But she came with me. She was in Alaska. With me. Oh wow! Awesome. She flew up to Alaska. She she flew up. See, I lets just, you yeah. drive uh-huh. all of the Alaskan yeah. Highway that, Road because to that's Canada. where my wife would be like, "What's the pretty part?" And I will be there for that. <laughs> right. So another part, she also flew, and I picked her up in Calgary. Is Calgary the one that's near Lake Louise? Is that the one? That's south, Edmonton's north. So I picked her up in Calgary, and we drove from Calgary through, you know, the Canadian Rockies. So, yeah, she's been on a couple of legs. Um, We did some uh, northern California driving. Um, She also – I picked up the Lotus in San Francisco, and she – Drove that all the way to L.A. with me. Like it. You know, the like first, it. first drive. Like, so she's doing some of the it. driving now, too, then. Oh, yeah. She's at autocross. Like, I love it. No uh, kidding. Yeah. That's great. Okay, so to this point, I realize you've kind of discovered your Ferrari trip as it's gone. Is there a larger plan now, or are you just going to drive it and at some point be like, okay, we're done? I think I'm just going to drive it, and then at some point it's okay. going to be – yeah, it's love it. Be done. I will say this with the audience: Brian was very, very generous about us driving this car, and we just didn't get the chance on this trip. But now that you guys have heard the story, and we've heard the story, I'm more interested in actually driving it now with the story kind of in the <laughs> yeah, bag. Agreed. Agreed. So at some point, hopefully, when Brian rolls back through, because apparently you keep coming back through. This time last year. I was on Main Street. Ski season was over, and I was returning my son's skis, and Brian went by. So I'm no like, kidding. I'm like, arm full of stuff. Corralling like, child, the car. you know, so it's like that. This is the worst <laughs> opportunity for me to try to jump in the street and say hello to somebody. It was like, oh my gosh, that would also be weird. Exactly, very weird. <laughs> I probably would have swerved around. But it's you. also there's only one of those. It wasn't like, well, that could have been another one. 
you know, it was <laughs> like, no, true. no, that was Brian. Here's my takeaway. What Todd and I have done with our road trips, and that is plan. We kind of have to. I mean, there's some things that are left off because we don't know how far we'll get on a particular evening. We'll just sort yeah. of, you know what? We're targeting this town, but if we fall short, we'll just try to get a hotel room in, you know, somewhere else. But you've just gone. And that's the biggest thing that is my takeaway is whenever you're doing something in life, you have to be deliberate about just doing it, dropping everything and going. It's amazing that your schedule is flexible enough for you to be able to do that. And you've just done it. I'm fascinated in a reliable Ferrari. See, Maserati's a <laughs> yes. reliable. Uh-huh. I had a reliable Maserati. You did. The uh-huh. Ferrari 308 sure. uh-huh. is now reliable. So uh-huh. the values on those are going to go back up because this is what we've learned today, right? <laughs> Indeed. Class, I mean, this is what we've learned. Everything does have to be gone through. So everything <laughs> yeah. that could have failed and broke, failed and broke, and then it was replaced or updated. So Circle of life now for Ferrari. It's, now sure. it's well. I mean, and this is what everybody says. You've got of to course. keep driving these cars. Let's just keep an eye on them. I mean, they need to be driven. I guess that, that's, a, that's a question that filters into my brain. Have you ever had like big stop-down times for we have to get that part? Not that I recall. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um like a steering rack, I remember took a while, but it happened right over, Chris, like the Christmas holidays, and sure. so so I was just I left it at a at a place, and they said it might take two weeks, and I said okay, as soon as it's ready, like call me up, and I'll come down and pick it up. Um, that was in San Antonio, I think. So the majority um, of time, it sounds like you're you're limping into places and getting stuff fixed versus left on the side of the road. Oh yeah, I don't think I've left this one on the side of the road. I left the I have left the the Lotus on the side of the road. <laughs> That's a oh, bummer to see that thing yeah. just well parked. I got the Lotus to Texas, and the okay. Ferrari was in Texas also. And got so it. me and my girlfriend, we took the, the Lotus and the Ferrari out. We were going to go on some little drive that somebody sure. invited us on. Sure, okay, and, love it. Um, it was one thing after another with the Lotus, and we just had to like leave them go. Wow. And then <laughs> oh we all had to pile into the Ferrari and leave the Lotus on the side of the road. Amazing. Okay, I'm, I'm going to ask an odd question. Do you wash it? Or do you not on purpose? And, and either is valid because because it, it's one of those things where on one level this is the, this is the history of the road trip happening to the car. So why wash it? But on another level, you're driving around in a Ferrari. Do you wash it? I'm asking. Well, we have to decide for the Smithsonian. What will the yeah. Smithsonian ask you to do with the Though car? They, right? They would leave it dirty. They would leave, they it, dirty. Would leave it dirty. That's the answer. You, is when, it you, not? when you see the you know the the, the moon stuff, that, that's well, that's left what dirty. I'm saying. Yeah, the, uh-huh. You know the Dick and Bert Rutan airplanes. The wings are sheared off. And like, yeah, exactly. Don't, don't fix that. Don't fix that. Leave it. Yeah, yeah. So when we display it, like there's the plane. Yeah, the Voyager with we the cracked to, wings and that kind of junk. The yeah. Smithsonian car. When the car is retired, it might be retired as is. Not necessarily with this dirt, but with some. But whatever dirt it had on it when the trip, when you decided to park it. But it does need to be washed every once in a while because, and you guys with old cars know that you get out of the car and you smell like oil or stuff all over you. Add on top of that dust and dirt everywhere. Sure, sure. It's not. I mean, you guys live out here, you know. Dirt everywhere, and it's like yeah, pretty well, much. And you go through a you go through a massive winter, and it's just it's filth. Yeah. <laughs> it's just filth, pretty much. You know, and so, especially mud season. So it does get it does get washed maybe once a season or just once your curiosity. So have you done anything wow. like modern upgrade, like connect your phone to the car? Anything that kind of has modernized it at all, or is it entirely stock for the experience? Um, it has a fairly modern stereo. Okay. I did not put it in, um, and it. It has, you know, vocal uh, speakers and okay. a little just uh, sheer curiosity, it's just like basic stuff, but but no, no AC. Little things. It has an AC. It has never worked. Uh, I see it. Okay, yeah. got it. Has, right. And the, I the sympathize, commiserate. I didn't yep. have AC for the longest time. I finally caved and 
how to put it on your 928. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It snows. When it, when it works, it works. Those 928. It's yes. a different weather system. It, yeah. I've heard that this one doesn't mid engine cars struggle with AC. They always do. I feel like, I feel like there's the rare, one. I have an Elise and that one's like, yeah, okay. We'll keep you a little cooler than <laughs> yeah. you currently are. Cooler, but, but, but not, not cold. It's 15 degrees outside of ambient temperature. So if you're in a hundred degree, you're still hot. Yeah. I went through Vegas once at 107 degrees. I was just sweating through my clothes and the yeah. AC was doing everything it could. Yeah. Didn't matter. So do you have heat? It does have uh, sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know exactly how it all works. Got it. I, Got it. it. I love I it. Pu- I push and pull some, some of the levers. And it's a little warmer. Yeah. Wait, it's a little yeah. warmer right, right. now. Exactly. Okay, good. Brian, I love this story, and I'm so thrilled to have you on to just share. because I And I hope for all of you listening, it's the same thing that happens to Paul and I. We're just kind of like, when are we road tripping again? Well, I'm inspired because hearing this story... We've gone through it, but also we get emails quite a lot, Brian, and that is, well, the switch is going to be flipped. Don't know when, but it's going to be soon, and all the gas-powered cars are just going to go away. They're never going to be supported anymore. You can't get parts, no service. Nobody's going to know how to work on them, and that's it. So get it while you can, and here you are proving otherwise. That's what inspires I mean, me the most. Well, yeah, that these, car, these cars aren't, you know, they're, we're they're vanishing parts, suddenly. Yeah. Said, no, the parts actually were pretty prevalent on a 42-year-old old Ferrari. Yeah. So one of the, well, a couple of things I want to say. First is there's fur, fur parts or whatever, you know, there's this one site that's got basically everything. I unfortunately had a broken window. Somebody broke into the Ferrari when I was in white horse in the Yukon territory of Seriously? all places somebody broke in and like because I had my one duffel bag sitting on the on the uh, chair okay. and then like all my underwear is like strewn about in the parking lot and I was just like really guys and then I had to drive from Yukon <laughs> up to Fairbanks oh no window. man what, kind, what time of year was, was this? It was, this was September. Okay, so, so not, it was not, okay, so it's still ter- not terrible nice. yet. Yeah, yeah got right. it. Yeah, yeah. It was Yeesh. pleasant except for when it started raining. Oh, <laughs> lovely. For Perfect. But um, these guys from Fair Parts, they chipped and had a, a brand, not brand new, but a, a, a new glass to huh. Fairbanks within two days, I think. Wow. Shifted up from Unbelievable. There. Yeah. So wow. that's one thing. Now, with regard to the road trips and getting that, it goes back to what we were talking about before is you think about, oh, I want to go see this place. Mm-hmm. What would be the the best car to see that place in. So like when we were in England, it's like, yeah, Oh, I want to go to Scotland. What would be the best car to experience Scotland? And better yeah. be British, you know? So it's gotta be some kind Love of it. Aston or Jaguar, <laughs> yes. something British, right? Yeah, so that's yeah. how you start to think about what kind of car you want to bring. Anything Rover powered, really. <laughs> Anything with <laughs> yeah. a Rover engine is really the choice, <laughs> right? Early Elises. All, all, all of our British listeners are going, no, no, no. <laughs> Anything yeah. from a, from the Rover catalog. Yeah, really. exactly. Brian, <laughs> I, this is such a pleasure to just sit here and talk road trips, and I'm thrilled to have you with us. It's really, really cool. Yeah. I'm not a speed guy. I'm not an off-road guy or you know a rally guy. I'm a road trip guy. It's yeah. Like, I like going on road trips. I like to point at a place on the map and say like, let's go there and hang out or drive around okay. and just find awesome. the best roads to get there. What's the place you've seen road or location that you were most surprised by? You were just like this. I had no idea. Northern New Mexico. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's Northern good. New Mexico. It's a little cliche, but, but glacier, glacier national park is glaciers jaw dropping. Yeah, absolutely. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. I had no idea. It was, you know, you see pictures and it just doesn't do it justice. Yeah. It was one of those things where, you know, I was driving in the Ferrari going four miles an hour and I was just saying, whatever, pass. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, you just need to experience <laughs> totally. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the scale of it, it matters is, when yeah. you're there. Yeah, for sure. British Columbia is also beautiful. Up, out past Vancouver, if you just keep driving north and north, like those, you know, you have to watch out for them frost heaves, but. Um, oh, yeah. But, 
the roads. <laughs> Any are, bottoming out going on? Uh, not. <laughs> a little bit. Um, so I did bang the frame a couple of times, Ooh. and you got a couple scars under there, which I've done my best to kind of you know, <laughs> tidy up and mitigate. Protect, yeah, and try to but, get um, over. Is there a new place on the short list? Like I need to see this in the Ferrari. At the moment, no. Okay. I mean, you've At done a moment, lot. That's no. why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done a lot. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Got to open up the atlases again. Stay tuned with that, everybody, because this, this, we have photos. You've already seen some photos of the car. We hope for more coverage, but I'm just excited to sit down and talk road trips. For sure. So Instagram is the only place to find you and keep how, – how often do you post on there? Is it regularly? Is it just any time the mood strikes you? Well, it's usually when I've been doing some driving. Okay. And okay. people do pick up on the fact that – my my posts are in the past. So if they see that, oh, you're in such and such town. It doesn't coordinate. It doesn't coordinate. Yeah. They say like, oh, yeah. I'd love to like check yeah. out the car. And then it's like, I'm sorry. I'm, no, that was three days ago. That was 500 ago. miles yeah. ago or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that's so fair yeah. enough. Instagram is the spot for it. Fair enough. It's Amazing. Brian's questionable decisions on Instagram. You've probably seen. I mean, I think you've kind of taken over Instagram. You're You're right up in there with everything else that people look for. It's fantastic, man. Thanks. Really enjoyed having you on. Thank you so much for joining us. He's here in the studio, everyone. Yeah, well, that, that's the other thing. It's rare. I think it's the last time rare. we did it was when the cops were here. We had, <laughs> that's we had true. Chad on. It's and he been was a little while. Well, cause, cause still. So rarely do we get people that come through Park City and want to be on the podcast. And we just we love having guests, but it's not a common thing. So, Brian, thank you very much, man. Really cool. Thank Appreciate you, guys. It. Come back anytime. Of course. Spring project season is here. It's time to take care of your old worn-out brakes. Our friends at PowerStop are offering you, our listeners, a special discount. Whether it's your daily driver or that performance car that's been sitting in the garage all winter long, every car deserves low-dust, noise-free performance braking, and PowerStop is here to help. For all of April 2023, get 15% off all PowerStop brake upgrade kits and components on AutoAnything with promo code EverydayDriver. Just head to AutoAnything.com and fill in your vehicle's information to be matched with a complete PowerStop brake kit and components that come with everything you need for an easy bolt-on installation. Whether you need to refresh the life of your brakes with a stock replacement kit, or you want to transform your vehicle's stopping power with carbon fiber ceramic pads or drilled and slotted rotors, PowerStop has the solution for you. Head to AutoAnything.com and save 15% on all PowerStop brake products for all of April 2023 with the code EverydayDriver. Once again, thanks to Brian for coming on to the podcast, stopping by our studio here in Park City. We were really, really thrilled to have him on. We're looking forward to doing more of our own road trips in the future. But in the meantime, write to us with your car debates, your topic Tuesdays, and your car conclusions. EverydayDriverTV at gmail.com. Looking forward to next time. As always, cheers, everyone. Cheers.